Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now our story continues. This morning had been a busy one for Lefty Larkin. After he had finished the early morning chores at Aunt Mary's little farm near Wakefield, he had driven into the Lane Realty Company. There, he had received a letter of agreement from Randy Lane naming Lefty as part owner of the model home Randy planned to build. In exchange for the letter, Lefty had given Randy a check for $2,000 drawn on David Bowman's bank. It was the final $2,000 needed by Randy to start construction of the model home that Peggy Mead, Randy's cousin, had fostered. Now, Lefty has stopped in at the bank to advise David of the transaction. Uh, Would this be the Mr. Bowman, president of Wakefield's one and only bank, first citizen of the town? Lefty, what brings you to town this time of the morning? (laughs) Hello, David. Are you busy? Never too busy to talk to you, Lefty. Come on, sit down. Yeah, thanks. Good to see you, Lefty. Well, I don't have a great deal of time. I have to get back out to the place. Oh, I'd hoped you could join me for lunch. No, not today, David. I'm in the middle of fixing up the old hen house on the farm, and I promised Aunt Mary I'd be back by noon. Uh-huh. How is Mary? Fine. I didn't tell her I was coming here, but if she'd known, I'm sure she'd have sent her regards. Well, be sure to remember me to her. And uh, tell her I want to get out that way to see her before long. Seems ages since we've had a good old visit. Ah, I was telling her the other day that I suspected the reason you hadn't been out was because you were still burning over that little surprise I pulled on you at the flower show. (laughs) (laughs) No, Lefty, I'm not burning, as you say. I'm quite happy since I won my customary prize for... Delphinium. Customary my eye. <laughs> if I'd entered Delphiniums this year, you'd have come off a very second best, as usual. <laughs> Lefty, you old dog. Good to see you. Is this a business trip or a personal visit? It's a uh, business, David. I believe Peggy's been talking to you about the plans she and Randy have for building a model home. Yes. She was in one day last week, and we went over the whole thing. I... I'm afraid she's a little disappointed this morning after the bad news I had to give Randy last night. It looks as though they're going to have to dig up some more funds before they can go ahead. As a matter of fact, she's anything but disappointed. I just came from the Lane Realty Company. And the two of them, Randy and Peggy, are like a couple of kids with a new toy. Everything's taken care of, David. Oh? Well, that's fine, Lefty. I'm very happy for them. I must confess that I'm a little curious as to just how they managed it. From the way Randy talked, I was afraid they'd have to abandon the idea. It was very simple, my boy. You're now looking at the new part owner of the Lane Realty Company's model home. You you mean you put up the necessary funds, Lefty? Yep. 
And I just gave Randy a check, which I hope you'll honor when he presents it. Well, of course, Lefty. But uh, what's this about being part owner? <laughs> well, that was the only way Randy would accept it. He gave me this letter of agreement, and that's when I stopped in to see you about. I, uh, I want to turn my interest over to Peggy. Uh, can you fix it up for me? And uh, what do I do? Well, it's really quite simple, since the bank will be handling all the funds, but are you sure this is what you want to do? This must represent about all your life savings, Lefty. Well, I don't need it. I want my little girl to have it. Lefty, Lefty, I don't see how you've done it. All these years, and she still doesn't know you are her father. Yes, that's right. We've gone along this way for so many years that she'll probably never know. But whether she knows or not, I want her to someday have everything that's mine. So this is probably as good a way as any. It might turn out to be a pretty good investment for her. Become a nice little nest egg for her and her family. You'll take care of it for me, won't you, David? I'll be very happy to, Lefty. And don't mention it to anyone. It's to be a secret. No, I won't. And I think it's a fine thing for you to do. Really fine. Oh, it's nothing you wouldn't have done under the same circumstances, David. Oh, I'm not so sure. When I think of my sister Kathleen, when I realize that her daughter's over there in prison, it makes me feel that I've been a pretty bad excuse for an uncle. Compared to the sacrifices you've made for Peggy... I've done very little for Kit. But that's different, David. No, I don't think so. She's probably the nearest thing to a daughter I'll ever have. I've no one else. Seems to me I could have found a way to help her if I'd tried hard enough. It's not easy, Lefty, to know that my sister's little girl has come to this. That's too bad she had to learn her lesson the hard way. But she won't be in prison forever. If she behaves herself, she may be paroled and then... Well, perhaps you'll have a chance to make it up to her, seeing the way that you feel about it. Well, I'm going to try, Lefty. Of course, she'll get everything that's mine someday. And if she let well, me... Well, David, I know it's natural for you to want to leave Kit your money, but somehow I feel she's had too much already. And that's been her trouble. And with what Ben will leave her, she'll be okay financially. Ben has disinherited Kit. What? Why that miserable... Honest to gosh, if that isn't just like him. Taught the poor girl his grasping, selfish ideas, and then when she turned out to be just like him, cuts her off. <laughs> I guess Jesse will get all his money then, huh? Hmm. Seems so. Well, she's schemed long enough for it. Yes, I suspect that makes Jesse happy in more ways than one. She never had much love for Kit. No, she's never cared for Kit. I've always felt Jesse was jealous of her. And I've always thought that Jesse wanted Ben's money. But it's odd. I talked with Jesse not so long ago. I've always thought that Jesse probably had things very much to her liking. Kit's gone. Jesse's mistress of the house. And Ben's leaving her all his money. But for some reason, she doesn't seem too happy about it. You know, maybe we don't give her enough credit. No, Jesse wasn't happy about it but not for any reason that David Bowman might suspect. In fact, no one besides Brett Cameron should suspect it. No one should. But how about Jesse's husband, Ben Calvert? What did he suspect? That was the thing that Jesse was trying to discover at this very moment. Ben and his wife had lingered over their coffee. Putting down the morning paper, Ben has just confronted Jesse with a bit of gossip, which prompted her to say, Oh, this is getting ridiculous, Ben. This makes about the third or fourth time that you've taken exception to my seeing Brett. Naturally. 
since I have no use for the fellow. Oh, but then I was simply sitting in the hotel lobby waiting while you were in the barber shop. I can't very well be rude to him if he comes along and sits down. What can the harm possibly be? It may be perfectly innocent, but people see things like that and they talk. I didn't even get out of the barbershop before someone had mentioned it to me. It may be innocent. Then are you trying to say that you suspect something between Brett Cameron and me? Is that it? No, Jesse, it isn't that. It's just that... Well, can't you see the position it puts me in? Everyone knows I'm older than you, and for you to be seen talking to younger men, it's... Well, it's embarrassing. Then you're imagining things. No, I'm not imagining things. You know how the people feel about me in this town? Nothing would give them greater satisfaction than to think that I can't hold my own wife's love. Oh, then what a thing to say. It's true. They never miss an opportunity to give me some little dig about it, make some remark. Oh, but darling, you and I know it's utterly ridiculous. Then, do you trust me or don't you? Then I asked I you... heard you. Yes, I trust you, Jesse. Forgive me, my dear. Now, why do you pull away, Jesse? Are my kisses so objectionable? Oh, no, Ben, it isn't that. It's just that, well, after all, we're beyond the age when... We're beyond. For I am beyond. This isn't the first time you've been reluctant to accept my attentions. Oh, darling, you're getting all upset. You must Upset? Of course I'm upset. You're my wife, Jesse. No, now, Ben... Now, don't pat my hand. I don't want to be humored like an old man. You may think I'm old, but I'm not. Not that old. Ben, you know you mustn't let yourself get upset this way. Then don't creep me like this. I, I think I'm beginning to understand something. Ben, dear, the other day you mentioned changing your will. Have you been thinking that perhaps I don't love you? Were you testing me when you said you'd change your will? Ben, you haven't changed your will because of any silly notion about my not loving you. No, Jesse, I haven't changed it. Not yet. I see. But you are going to. Is that it? I don't know, and I don't want to talk about it now. But I can tell you this. I'll let you know when I make up my mind. Ben Calvert looked steadily into his wife's eyes. And as Jesse returned his look, she tried to smile reassuringly, but fear gripped her heart. Were Ben's suspicions merely those of a failing old man? Or did he really know something about her and Brett Cameron? Ben had said he would let her know if he intended to change his will, but would he? It was characteristic of Ben to do almost everything independently of what anybody might think or say, even Jesse. <laughs> 